Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. At Bright Vibe, we believe everyone deserves to be happy. But in today's world, everywhere you turn, there is division and negativity. At Bright Vibe, we have created a global movement to bring 8 million people together who are inspired to live bright, live bold, and share bright vibes. Alone, it can be hard to change, but together we can change the world. Welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. Gordana Birnat, welcome to the Bright Vibe Podcast. Did I get your name right? Did I? Did yes, I have my clothes? You did. Okay, perfect, okay, perfect. because you know Thank I had to you. say it about a thousand <laughs> times in my head as we were getting ready. So you wrote a book in 2017 mm-hmm. called Hashtag Know the Truth, Why Knowing Who You Are Changes Everything. And you're one of Oprah Winfrey's top 100 favorite per- people on the face of the earth. Is that? <laughs> no, but you're- That's so true. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. That is so true. Um, but you do some, do you still do some teaching then with her organization? Soul, uh, and no. Soul? Okay, you don't. Okay. Now, Super Soul 100 is a collection of people that she sees as visionaries in the gotcha. world and gotcha. trailblazers in raising consciousness globally. Wow. So that has that's all it's been about to raise the consciousness globally. And I do this through social media because I'm very active on social wow. media, but I also do it through writing my book and mm-hmm. talking and, you know, doing all the stuff that everyone else does. But it's not a question of teaching for Oprah. It's more like using my voice to raise the consciousness with whatever I'm doing on social media. So Twitter, Instagram, and that kind of uh, media, I try to reach as many people as I can. And actually, it's all about helping them balance themselves in a very, 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 very polarized world right now. So Mm -hmm. yes, yes, that is what it is. Mm. Okay. And so just in the brief pre-show we had, you we were talking about the book and how this is a very unique book. This isn't your normal book. How about you tell us why it's so unique? It's unique because it's used by the readers in a way that I didn't intend it to be used in the beginning, because mm-hmm. I thought that I was writing a book that you should be reading from cover to cover. And that's mm-hmm. not how my readers are using it. Of course, many of them read the book from cover to cover but there's another thing going on and it's and it's highly synchronistic because there are 231 truth thoughts in the book and if you mm-hmm. think of a number between 1 and 231 then you just look it up in the book and you use it as an oracle you use it mm-hmm. as something that will guide you during the day Mm-hmm. And it's because the book is truly about knowing who you are. Every single page will remind you of who you truly are. And mm-hmm. I'm not telling you who you are. What I'm telling you is that when you know who you are, then you know who I am and you know who everyone else is. <laughs> and then we can talk about the illusion that we are creating here. But we are all one consciousness Mm-hmm. looking at the world this created co-created world f- through different perspectives mm. so truly when i know who i am i cannot hurt you because i know who you are truly mm-hmm. and so, so you just you're opening up more and more i've got all these questions all these uh yeah. <laughs> trails i could go down this is this is fun so i'm and i'm sure you're not afraid of any of my questions the nope. <laughs> so so i'm just going to start off the top so who are you mm-hmm. That's a big question. That's a really big question. If I would answer truly, if I would answer authentically and truly, I would say, I am the stillness observing the movement. 
I am the observer of my own creation. That is who I truly am. And so Mm -hmm. are you. Mm -hmm. Then you would ask me of my labels, what I Mm. see myself as, what this stillness is looking for. Mm -hmm. That would be something different because I would be describing the illusion that my ego is creating here. And then Mm. you would know my personality. You You will know my desires, my fears, my my worries mm-hmm. my fascinations my imagination that is what you would be knowing if i would be talking about the 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 illusion that i'm creating but who i truly am cannot be hurt by anything in this physical world it is eternal it is the stillness looking at its own creation and interacting with its own creation mm. that is who i truly am you were born and day one after you were born you started talking like this no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> so it's probably been a, a process, but at what mm-hmm. point, at what point did something click where you started understanding or you had the realization or you had the truth mm-hmm. come to you of who you are? At what point, what was that catalyst or at what point did that kind of, and, and when I say catalyst, kind of the beginning of this understanding of awareness, when did that happen for you? Well, if I would say that I've all, I don't have an off button when it comes to this. I'm looking right. at the world, always looking at my relation to whatever it is that I'm looking at. So mm-hmm. in a sense, I'm always in this observer mode. I'm observing mm-hmm. myself doing mm-hmm. things here. Mm-hmm. And as long as I can remember, I've been doing this. Oh, but I okay. Couldn't, you know, you, you as a child, you can't describe that. You can't say, right. oh, I am so aware of what I'm doing. It's not like that. It's just that that's the way I perceive the world. Ah. So there is a there is a specific moment when I'm, I am 11 years old and I stand by the window and I, I think I write about it in my book. I stand mm-hmm. by the window and I'm looking at the stars and then I'm closing my eyes and I'll look at the stars again and When I close my eyes, I can see the stars. When I open my eyes, I can see the stars. And I realize that my imagination and the stars, the starry sky, the vastness out there are made of the same fabric because Mm. I can see, if I close my eyes, I can still see it. So my imagination is as vivid as the real world. Mm. And I think that's the first time I realized that there is something going on where there are no boundaries actually, but I, I was born into a family where you didn't talk about these things. My parents came to Sweden. Sweden is where I am, by the way. (laughs) Now I'm speaking to you from Sweden. Uh, They came to Sweden in the 1965, something like that, Mm -hmm. from the Balkans. And they Mm. came as workforce. So they started working immediately. They worked in a factory, both of them. And they did not... Also, I was a girl, and Mm -hmm. it's not a culture where girls are meant to think too much. (laughs) They're more more meant to be planning for marrying and having kids and being in the kitchen. So I didn't feel there was space for me to express these kind of thoughts. Mm. Mm -hmm. There was no place for me. And for a long time, it felt very lonely because Mm -hmm. I couldn't speak about these things. And... I felt sorry for myself because I couldn't speak to my parents about these things. But at the same time, I realized why it was like that. If I would have been able to speak to them, they would have corrected me. They would have Mm. given me their version of reality. And it wouldn't be the version that I had 
mm-hmm. wouldn't be my own version. So mm-hmm. there is a benefit in it, mm-hmm. but it took mm-hmm. me years to get that benefit, to go back and get it because I was so angry at them. <laughs> it, wasn't, it wasn't the, the, my childhood wasn't the best of childhoods, if I would right. say. My father, yeah. at the time, he, I would say that he had a mental illness, but you didn't mm-hmm. speak about these things mm-hmm. in the 1970s. So nobody mm-hmm. understood that. And we were all under his spell, so to speak, mm-hmm. because he was, mm-hmm covering with this illness over the family and we couldn't mm-hmm. there was no space to be myself I couldn't be myself I had to read him all the time I had to scan mm-hmm. him to see mm-hmm. how to please yep. him in a way mm-hmm. you know that you, mm-hmm. most of us understand that who has had a tough childhood but mm-hmm. anyways I had this anger and resentment and sadness for many many years because Mm -hmm. i felt that i was mistreated and then Mm -hmm. now when i look back at it when there's been forgiveness and there's been a lot of work (laughs) i can look at it and i can see the benefits of this because i had to allow the thoughts to to grow and to expand in their own way without a grown-up telling me what it is Mm-hmm. The first grown-up that actually talked to me about the stars out there was a teacher because I asked him. Mm-hmm. I said, what are these things, you know, out mm-hmm. there? And he was like, well, it's the same thing as the sun. And the minute he said that, I understood that there are planets around our sun. So if these are the same. It expanded my consciousness. And mm-hmm. I remember the moment. Mm-hmm. So there was, of course, grown-ups that I could speak to, but there was something very, very strange in my own family, which forced me to keep my thoughts inside of my head, never mm. allow them to come out. And now I'm sharing it with the whole world. So <laughs> there's a paradox in that. <laughs> yeah. uh, yes. Here, mom and dad, read this book. Damn it. These are my thoughts. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. I love it. I love it. And so mostly then the work you do now, uh, you know, you wrote the book, your social media stuff, but it's it's really about expanding consciousness, expanding awareness, reconnecting people, you know, even in the title, who we really are. So reconnecting people with who they really are and is, and how Mm -hmm. typically are you, are you finding success, I guess, with that? I am. I really am because I, I feel like we're living in a time where there's a lot of pain But there's also a lot of illumination because as painful as pain is, it always leads to some kind of illumination. And there are a lot of people that are open to it because when you understand that when you go through the pain, you will find yourself on the other side without the pain, Mm -hmm. you are willing to look at things. So I find that there is more willingness today, even though we live in a much more polarized world and a much more harsh world in a sense because there's a lot of opposing uh, thoughts going on but I I feel that there is I feel that there is success in it because there's more willingness people are much much more willing to look at themselves they're much more willing to change what needs to be changed Mm -hmm. because it releases the pain it releases the stagnation as soon as you're willing to look at it so I feel that there is it's easier now than it was, say, 10 years ago. It mm-hmm. really is. Just more people have more awareness around the coding it yes. and, and pushing it down and all that stuff doesn't work, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's where we have all kinds of issues in our lives where we 
um, you know, I think, I think as human beings, we're all good at avoiding or uh, all, I shouldn't say good. We're all to some degree programmed to avoid pain, like as a survival mechanism, mm -hmm. right? Like instinctually. Mm -hmm. And uh, I think though, you know, as you walk along this journey or not, you know, as, as we walk along this journey, we get to a point where we just know that we've tried enough things to avoid the pain that it's still there. It's like, you know, mm -hmm. no matter what I drink or what I eat or who I talk to or what job I have or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, family, married, not married kids, mm -hmm. you know, or not kids, all of this stuff, it doesn't ever actually heal that uh, existential wound that's underneath all of that mm -hmm. um, coping, I guess, all those coping mechanisms. And I guess, yeah. yes, so feel free to expand yeah. on that thought. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I see pain uh, as a signal mm -hmm. that I'm out of alignment with something, mm. because when I'm in alignment with something, everything flows and there is no pain. Now we mm -hmm. live in a physical world mm -hmm. where there is a polarity. There is night and day. There is black mm -hmm. and white. Everything is polarized. So I'm supposed to make choices. And sometimes when I make bad choices i will mm -hmm. experience pain and the pain is actually a signal that there is another choice to be made that i need to look at something it's a signal so if you avoid it to me it's like you know sitting in a room where you have an alarm going mm -hmm. and it's a noise and you can't get rid of the noise and you can try to get rid of it but as as long as you don't find the button and press the button and say silence Mm -hmm. It will be on all the time. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we get used to it, so we don't hear the noise and it's mm -hmm. still there. We don't know what silence is because the noise right. will always take over. Mm -hmm. So living in that noise, in that pain, it's not beneficial because you need to see it as a signal. It's mm. just a signal. It's nothing we need to avoid. It's a signal that something needs to be corrected, looked at, illuminated, go through it it's it's nothing scary but yet we experience it as very very of course i want to yes. go there and that's why we block it and we try to push it down like a balloon underwater how how long can you hold it there it won't stay there mm -hmm. and so how do how do people navigate that i mean uh literally like so how do you how how do you guide people to navigate you know that pain? Are there certain questions you use? Are there certain focus or, you know, let's say somebody's avoiding, maybe they're not happy with their job or they're not happy with some life mm -hmm. circumstance and they're experiencing mm -hmm. angst degree, some degree of angst, some degree of like uh, discomfort, pain. So mm -hmm. how do they navigate that? How do they get the, the courage to know that it's going to be okay on the other side? Maybe it's another way to ask that question. Mm -hmm. Mm, that's a good question. Well, it has to be, you have to trust it. And it's mm -hmm. almost like it's a, it's almost like there's faith, you have to have faith mm -hmm. in it. And it's easier to talk to people who are spiritually, who are more spiritual, who mm -hmm. think that there is something larger than life, larger than themselves, that there is something beneficial going on it's easier to help them over to the other side it's much much harder when you're focused on the body mm -hmm. and the five senses and um, the scientifically proven reality so to speak so it's mm -hmm. it's very hard to get these people are much much tougher to navigate through this mm -hmm. and for me 
for some reason, I have attracted people who believe that there is something bigger than themselves in this world, who mm -hmm. trust that things are going to be better if they're willing to look at things. So it's just the courage of, or the willingness to look at it. So that's easier for me to navigate with those. Of course. Because, and, you know, I've also come to the conclusion, it doesn't help if you just sit and meditate and you find the stillness within and it's mm -hmm. cool while you're meditating and then you're off into the real world mm -hmm. and nothing works. You don't know the stillness because it's so much noise out there. So what mm -hmm. I do is I talk about the micro moments that are always there to give yourself time to correct your navigation. Mm -hmm. So being very, very present in whatever is going on around you, being present, you will find that there's always time to make the right choice. And you're the one creating that time. So I talk very much about with, with my clients, I talk very much about that moment be, between when you see something and your reaction to it. There is time to look at this and say, is this true? Like... Mm -hmm. Katie, Byron Katie, she, she talks about, yes. is this true? This is yes. one of the greatest questions ever asking oneself and being honest, being brutally honest when you say, mm -hmm. yes, it's true, because it's never true. <laughs> it really yes. isn't true. So finding that space is what I do all the time with my clients. Mm. I help them find that space. Mm. And it's it's a question of, being very, very present in everything. Mm -hmm. And and let's and let's dive into that then too. And one, we I had Byron Katie on the show. She was a delight. That was truly oh, a she was yeah. she was a delight. That was like at the end of the hour, it's just like, I don't know what happened, but I just feel good. <laughs> you know, she yes, was just so yes, she is yes. so super present all the mm -hmm. time. I mean, it's like, it's almost like you can watch a thought form in her head because she's so present. It's almost like you can kind of watch it yes. reanimate her. She's like sitting there and all of a sudden, and then she would say, I don't even know if I'm making any sense. I'm like, no, 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 no. Yes. go on. This is good yes. stuff. Um, yes. So that word gets used, uh, the, the word present gets used a lot. Mm -hmm. What is being present? Because I think for so often people, mm -hmm. and I know, you know, I've done meditation stuff. I've been to India several times. I've studied with monks. I've done Tony Robbins stuff. I've done lots of different stuff, but this word mm -hmm. gets used all the time in spiritual circles. So, mm -hmm. um, so what is your definition of being or what your, or the definition of mm -hmm. being present? What does being present mean? Being present means that you are able to observe your own actions, that you're able to observe yourself in the now moment. Like for instance, what I do is I ask a question. I say to myself, what is my state of consciousness right now? Mm. And then I can't answer, well, I'm angry or I'm happy. I have to answer my state of conscious. I am in a state of anger. Mm. I am in a state mm -hmm. of happiness, which means that I am separating myself from my feelings. Mm -hmm. I separate that so that I am able to observe. When I can observe it, it's easier for me to correct or change because it's not me. It's not sticking to me. Like if I say I feel angry, then I am that anger. But if I, if I say I am in a state of anger, it's like opening the door 
walking into a room and there's a state of consciousness there and i look mm -hmm. at the door and i see oh it's anger no i don't want to go there and i close <laughs> the door right because i am present the observer in me is present so i can see what it is that i'm doing mm -hmm. like i can see that i am walking into a room where the, it says anger on the door or mm -hmm. sadness on the door and i have a split second where I can choose. Okay, I, I feel sad. So I'll walk into the room and see what it brings me. Mm -hmm. I become more conscious of why I am doing what I'm mm -hmm. doing. I become more conscious of my state of mind. Mm -hmm. I, I become conscious. And that to me is to be more present. Mm. So you're just... Or to be present, yeah. So you're situationally aware of where you are in, in relation to the feelings that you're having. Cause so, yes. cause I've had other, I, I had, I've had other guests come on the show and we talk about feelings. Um, and as a man, I have at least two, I think happy and pissed, um, but, <laughs> uh, the, um, but, and that's not true. I have a whole range of feelings, but, and all men do, mm -hmm. but we talk about that feelings a lot of times betray what's actually happening, right? Because we get we believe that we are angry. We believe that we are sad or we are depressed or we are whatever mm -hmm. label you want to put on it. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't give us that perspective of, I mean, I'm an eternal being, you know, I've heard a mm -hmm. cliche saying, you know, I'm a eternal being, have a human, having a human experience. Right. So it gives us that mm -hmm. perspective. And so, so often it's like, um, and I've got some confusion actually, as I say that, because you, you hear, well, you should go with your gut instinct or your gut feeling, but then also we know that feelings so often betray and and we mm. make bad decisions because of anger or sadness right so so yeah gordana in your ultimate wisdom please shed some light on poor old matt lily and, and help me understand the difference between gut feeling and feelings that are betraying or leading us down a path of probably making not the best decisions mm. well this is a little bit more it's a sticky one because whatever feelings you have in the now moment, you have to be aware if they are a conditioned response to mm -hmm. something, if there is a trigger going on. Got it. And you have to do the work to go back mm -hmm. and look at your past. And as I said in the beginning, forgive, let go, release, whatever you can. Almost like rewriting your own past to find the golden nuggets in the past so that you won't be triggered in the now moment. Because usually when we are feeling anger or something, it's a question of a trigger that, that, that pokes the ego. Right. The ego is poked and you are not able to be present because as mm. soon as the ego is poked, you fall asleep. You step mm. aside and mm. the ego takes over. And this is why when you're in a conversation with someone and there is lots of things going on and you say things that you actually don't want to say and then afterwards you wake up and you say why did i do that well you mm -hmm. didn't your ego did and your mm -hmm. ego is connected to the conditioning that you've had as a child and it can be very very subtle i don't think that we ever that we're ever done with that Right. If we, if you are in a body, there's, there's conditioning. Going yes, on. Right. yes. It's impossible to lose everything, but to become more aware of it and know why you're triggered helps you in that. So, you know, is this a real response? Is this a real feeling or is this a trigger or a conditioned response, like a habitual response to something that I've been taught as a child? Mm -hmm. And and can and you, you give us, you should, Usually oh, okay. for me, it's like if mm -hmm. if so, if there is a 
positive vibe, if it allows you to breathe in and breathe out, trust your gut. Mm. But if it doesn't, then it's not true. There's something like Byron Katie would say, it's <laughs> not true. You have to do your inquiry and see where it is not your mm. yours to carry. Mm. Right. And I struggle. I'm just so I'm, I'm, you know, for the listeners, I'm the guinea pig, right? Um, so I struggle with this whole, um, I feel like I've made some decisions in the past. And those decisions led to a lot of pain for myself and for others. You know, COVID was not very kind to me in business, in the business world. And so, mm -hmm. and so I've watched that. And, and so now I second guess, right. I second mm -hmm. guess and, and I'm almost to the point of not knowing which direction to head because it's so like, well, I, I this felt right. Um, even though, you know, maybe I was I, more than likely, I was probably pushing it. And it wasn't, mm -hmm. even if it wasn't feeling right, it, it got done, right? I just got it done. And, mm -hmm. and so and so now it's almost this state of how do I trust God? How do I trust uh, instinct? How do I trust the gut feelings? You know, how do I mm -hmm. reconnect and know that it's true? I'm having a real hard time figuring out what is actually true. Mm. Can you expand on that when you say what is true? What is it that you're referring to? So if I'm going to make a decision about something, let, let's say I'm saying, okay, should I do this business venture or not do this business venture? Something super simple. Um, mm -hmm. I am having a hard time before it was kind of like, there was just this, yep, we're going to go do that. Right. But mm -hmm. because of the last two and a half, three years, now it's kind of like, mm -hmm. I'm second guessing or questioning, how do mm -hmm. I know? And, and I guess to some degree I don't, but how do I know that's coming from a place of um, alignment with what I need for my higher self? Well, and that's not even the way I want to say that and alignment with mm -hmm. what I want for my, for myself. Mm -hmm. And it's just the ego playing a pattern, right? It's just the, it's just going to create more chaos or more drama or more whatever, right? How, how do we, how do mm -hmm. we know? And I guess you've touched on a little bit, but bring some more clarity to that. Cause I'm having a super mm -hmm. hard time trusting God, I guess, if, if I want to put it that way. Mm. Well, trusting god i wouldn't i don't know if i've ever told a client to trust god interesting because the way i see it mm -hmm. as i said before we are one consciousness looking at this world through different perspectives that consciousness could be god but mm -hmm. god will always have your back regardless <laughs> of which right but at the same time trusting god god explores this reality through you or the consciousness that i was talking about is exploring yes. this reality through you which means that everything you do is fun for that consciousness because mm -hmm. you the consciousness that we're talking about there is stillness nothing is going on mm -hmm. and it's kind of boring, so it divides itself <laughs> into small points of consciousness. Yes. And then it explores something that is hidden from it. Like it doesn't know everything because the consciousness knows everything. And it wants to explore the world through you. So it doesn't want you to trust God. It wants you to trust yourself. Interesting. Because... That's the funny part for that consciousness to play because it's unknown. In my book, I write about 
-huh. us seeking the funny rush of a surprise. That's the goal here. Because you can't have the funny rush of a surprise if you're living in total stillness forever and ever in eternity. Right. You need the funny rush of a surprise. So relaxing and allowing yourself to be surprised is what I would say. I wouldn't say trust God. I would say trust yourself and trust that whatever, whatever is brought to you will be beneficial for you in one way or the other. What you do is you label something and say, if this doesn't happen, I will not be happy or I will be right. miserable or this will happen. So you're literally spewing seeds of doubt in front of you, mm -hmm. which will bring you to a jungle of doubt. So you need mm -hmm. a machetas to go through that jungle of doubt, but you don't have to. It's a, it's a suggestion, but you don't have to do it that <laughs> way. You can right. do it another way. <laughs> but I understand where you come from because you come mm -hmm. from a place where there is a little bit of fear and mm -hmm. there is evidence that this fear is true because right. it did something to you the last time. Yes. So you know how that feels. So you yeah. don't want to go there anymore. And you're right. focused on what you don't, don't want, want instead of what you want. Mm -hmm. And that it, this is a big difference. It's like saying, um, I hate war. Right. You could easily say, I love peace. And the two right. things sound the same, but they come but from different places. There's a different frequency in it. It's One is, like it says behind you, good vibes. And the other uh -huh. one is not so not good so good vibes. vibes. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I love so that. It, well, it's a... Yeah, no, it's a question of understanding. When you say you trust God, it's something outside of you, and that can create doubt. That mm. can create a frequency of uncertainty. But if you say, I trust myself, and whatever it brings to me, it will be beneficial. What your job is to find the benefits in that. So mm. what happened to you during COVID, and by the way, you're not alone in no, this, right, right. many of us, so yes. really you're not. Yes. But what happened to you, when you look back at it and you find the benefits in this, it mm. releases the fear and it allows you to go forth without the doubt and fear when you find mm. the benefits. And this is what I was talking about when you go back in time, mm. like mm. I had to go back into my childhood because otherwise it brings a very, very, it, 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 it's a gravitational pull in your emotions if you're not done with it. If you don't find mm. the benefits in it, it will be a gravitational pull. When I was a child, I would see myself mm -hmm. this way. I could see all the other children. They were able to do stuff. They, they could do anything they wanted. And I could not because I was very strictly, um, uh, my father didn't allow me to do things. He was mm. very controlling. So mm -hmm. I felt literally trapped Mm -hmm. I would see the other children as having wings. They could mm -hmm. fly. And mm -hmm. I had a backpack filled with bricks. That's right. how I felt. And I mm -hmm. tried to jump, but I couldn't. Mm -hmm. And then when my son was born and I was 31 when he was born, mm -hmm. I decided to open that backpack and see what kind of bricks am I carrying? Because I don't want to give him that backpack. Mm -hmm. So I opened right. the backpack and I, I'm looking at it and I'm saying, oh my God, it's gold. I can sell this gold. I can do things. I don't need wings. I can do right. stuff with this. Right. Yeah. So looking, finding the gold and what happened mm -hmm. to you during COVID. Mm -hmm. And that can release you from the fear of making mistakes, of not being able to trust your gut, because your gut, you could trust your gut before, and now COVID mm -hmm. happened and you can't mm -hmm. trust it. 
-hmm. So find the benefits. This is, if I would speak the spiritual uh, language, I would say the Mm -hmm. universe wants you to look at this and find the gold. Right. I like it. I wrote it down. I'm writing notes. I'm taking notes. This is my, I mean, (laughs) I love this. I love the podcast. I love that it, you know, how, Mm -hmm. how, how we get good information out in the world. And I also love that I'm Mm -hmm. a student of, I'm a student every time we do a podcast. I love it. It's I mm, I'm I'm writing down yeah. find the gold right, which I have I done know. in my which I have done in my childhood, but I have not mm-hmm. done in the last you know I'm still I did have a guest uh, he was he's the psychotherapist for the Detroit Pistons which is a basketball team here in the United States and mm-hmm. he was talking about we were talking about this whole kind of hangover from COVID and he said mm-hmm. we we were describing it like PTSD you know post traumatic stress mm-hmm. disorder and he said but the problem here is that it's not post it's still occurring the trauma. Yes is it hasn't mm-hmm. hasn't stopped there's still mm-hmm. ramifications of it it's it's like and i was like oh that's an interesting way to look at it because i because i have not processed these things and to your point found the gold in them i'm still mm-hmm. kind of confused and kind of lost and dazed or dazed and mm-hmm. confused i guess in the in, in, in <laughs> yeah. the in in the aftermath there's still a cloud of dust and i'm like okay which way am i supposed to walk through this cloud and so i think mm-hmm. that could be good to focus on Mm-hmm. What, what are the benefits that have come out of it, which I do see some of the benefits, the detachment from me from like financial, like I was super tied to financial success was my success, mm-hmm. right? Identity, mm-hmm. super, super wrapped up in everything I touch turns mm-hmm. to gold. So therefore mm-hmm. people love me because I help them make money or I help them do this, or I'm, mm-hmm. you know, I, I had mm-hmm. all these fun labels and then through, you know, COVID and then the hangover of COVID. It's been mm-hmm. like watching all of that. Somebody the other day, I was sitting down with a, a, a person who had invested some money in something that I did that failed miserably. And mm-hmm. which was like the first time that I had such a public failure. And mm-hmm. they, they said, well, I really don't want to tarnish your reputation here in town. I said, I could give a shit about my reputation here in town. I said, mm-hmm. I am, you know, I said, at this point, I am just focused on loving my family you know, mm-hmm. figuring out what's best for my family. I'm focused on mm-hmm. that. If people like me, don't like me. I really don't care anymore <laughs> about mm-hmm. the public. I mean, obviously friends, family, I do care whether they like me or mm-hmm. don't like me. But as far as the public image, I was like, I, I just don't care. I mean, if mm-hmm. they're not living my life, I'm not living their life, right? Yes, exactly. And here's the thing, I, what I feel with the pain of mm-hmm. COVID, because there mm-hmm. is a lot of pain in this, because there's change everything is changing all the time yes so it focuses you on what truly matters Mm -hmm. and you realize what truly matters of course your old identity your ego and your old identity Mm -hmm. wants the old stuff back because it gave you your fix you could feel that you were there was some value in whatever i was important yeah yes exactly and now it's shifting and it's giving you more truth mm-hmm. because you are valuable to your family and your value. Mm-hmm. You have to find your own value within mm-hmm. you without all of these things around you. But it's naturally it's hard because you've been living in a different way before that. So it's mm-hmm. habitual. And that's right. the ego trigger that I'm talking about. That is an ego trigger. Every mm-hmm. time you feel like you start comparing yourself and you think I mm-hmm. should be doing this, I should be doing that mm-hmm. because your ego wants it, wants its fix. Mm-hmm. breathe and say no i don't need to do any of these things and then you align and find yourself in that alignment and feel that's when you need to feel okay so what feels good if it mm-hmm. makes you 
if it makes you heavy here, then it means that it's not for your heart. Your heart is supposed to be light as a feather when mm. you leave this earth. Otherwise, mm. you have to come back here and do it all over again. And I don't <laughs> know if you want to do that, but it has to be light as a feather. So how mm -hmm. do you do that? Well, you keep everything love and above. Mm. That's the good vibes you have behind you. Yes. Love and above. Everything below is too low. Mm -hmm. Thank you for the reminders. Love and above. See, that's I, a good one-liner. I'm writing that down. Is that in your book, Love and Above? No, I think it's someone else that talks about it. Uh, maybe oh, is that right? <laughs> it just came out like this because it, it has to be Love and Above. Well, if it's, not, if it's not the title of a book, we should Google it. If it's not the title of a book, that should be the title of your next book, Love and Above. I think that just love is so. Above. Love yes. and Above, I love it. It's I, I yeah. do love it. Love and Above. But, what where it comes from actually with me is that when i started doing social media i i found it really polarizing out there everything mm -hmm. you have to have an opinion about everything and i thought this is not how i vibe this doesn't right. work for me right so i decided that if it cannot pass my what i called love filter i will mm -hmm. not put it out there so i have this love filter that comes mm -hmm. up i read mm -hmm. it two times three times and if if i can't find the love in whatever it is that i'm posting i will not post it hmm. so that to me is love and above got it i love it i think this it's should the be the name of a book it should be the name of a website i don't know if it is you should go get it before i do as soon as we get off oh. loveandabove.com what is that a thing or yeah. not <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, I love it. We'll have to check it. Let's see who who does it first. <laughs> okay, I love it above. Well, you're the author. I'll let you have it. But yeah. the um, it's okay. all right. I, let's play with the book. Do you want to play with the book? Mm -hmm. I'd love to play with the yes, book. Yes, I do. So, so yes. I wrote down a number earlier. I don't know if it still applies because mm -hmm. I feel better mm -hmm. now. But yes. <laughs> you said you said at zero or one. Sorry, one to two thirty one. It feels like I'm playing the lottery. Um, yes. <laughs> and your number is <laughs> my number. Is, so I wrote down one ninety eight. I wrote down 198. Yes, right. I don't know why. That was just the first number that came through my head. So we'll sounds like and this is and this is how it. readers are using the book, right? This is how yes. they've you've noticed that this is kind of mm -hmm. it's almost like a my horoscope for the day or something. My goodness. Here's okay, here your truth go. thought. It's right. 198. Looks okay. like ooh, let's see if we can find oh, it. Oh, yeah, I see it. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here we go. It says every time you choose love over hate love over fear love over anger you change your frequency from scarcity to abundance stay in love love oh. and above love and above see i think this yes. is a thing i think this is a yes. thing so so i wrote it the is. number down earlier at the beginning of the show then mm -hmm. we do it at the end so i think for viewers and for listeners you can see how the book mm -hmm. works now see i was you saw yes. the space i was in saw what i'm struggling mm -hmm. with and then you pick up the book and it speaks to your to the to the mm -hmm. what you're experiencing in the moment. I think it works. I think I think that's yes. I, I understand now why your readers use it the way they do. Because it's an oracle. If I would read right. the same thing, it might not mean the same thing right. to me, right. but it's still it brings you what you need to know in the now moment. And right. we can we can we can have fun with this, but I truly think that the fabric of the universe is made of synchronicity it is the, the the machinery behind everything everything is exactly where it's supposed to be now and forever so mm -hmm. everything is exactly the way it's supposed to be so if you learn how to interpret things around you to see them for what they truly are messages to you 
mm-hmm. then it's easier to navigate this world. Right. It really is easier to navigate. It's like understanding yourself, understanding that you are the observer of a mirror image of yourself, and you are also the creator of that. Mm-hmm. So at the same time, you are observing, creating, and consuming your own reality. Mm. At the same time, you're doing this all the time. So that is why the now moment is so important, because that's the only place where you can shift and change. You can smile to the mirror and it will smile Mm -hmm. back to you because you're making a shift in Mm. it. And it's small, (laughs) small, small things all the time. You can't forget it. You have to stay awake Mm -hmm. and understand that you're the creator as soon as you're in reaction mode say that i give you something that makes you react Mm -hmm. then you are actually creating your your reality based Mm -hmm. on my frequency because Mm. i made you react so Mm. i lowered your frequency or i heightened it but it's Mm -hmm. still you're you're not you're not creating it from your own frequency. You're creating mm. it from the, the, the one that gave you the reaction or the one that made you react or the one that is throwing something at you. So it's like fishing. Mm-hmm. If you look at, let's say that you look at the news and they tell you, oh, right. these people died there. And the, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're taking the bait and yep, it yep. pulls you like this. Yep. So you need to detach mm-hmm. and come back to who you are always the observer yep you know uh, one one more thing no please do yeah no no please do because people say well the highest frequency we can vibe on is love and it's not it's not the highest frequency the highest frequency from my perspective where Mm. i am is understanding Mm. so love feels like your heart needs to be open and you need to feel Mm -hmm. a lot Mm-hmm. I think that in the stillness, understanding is the highest frequency. When you understand things, you're vibing at the highest frequency. Hmm. Interesting. That's an interesting perspective. This understanding is gonna... would be like standing under my highest self. That's where I vibe here. Standing under my highest self means that I am not feeling, I am observing and mm-hmm. understanding, trying to make sense of what I'm observing without reacting. That is why I feel like understanding is the highest frequency, not love. Love is fun and it's cool and it's nice and it's vibing really, but I still think that understanding is a higher frequency. And I think you should explore that in your next book, Love and Above. Yeah. Love and Above. <laughs> and I, I, I just, if nothing else, I just want to be able to like, you know, since I'm not famous, uh, I'll just, but I do, I'll, I'll I, I want to write something like, you know, where, when people have read the, uh, the reviews, right. I want to write mm-hmm. in the, in the jacket, the book jacket, just some review. And then Matt Lilly, obscure person <laughs> but, <laughs> inspired by inspired by Matt mm-hmm. Lilly. There we go. Love and above. I mm-hmm. love that. Um, and so if, uh, if there was one thing that you wanted people to be crystal clear on if there was only one message if you had like however you know however many minutes but this was your one message to the other eight billion expressions of consciousness on the face of the earth yeah this is like a game show (laughs) so Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. if you had Mm -hmm. one message if you could have if you had to define it and crystallize it down into one single message to help uh, move humanity forward what would that message be
it would be that fear truly is an illusion. Mm. It is an illusion and that who we truly are cannot be hurt by anything in the physical world. Mm -hmm. That would be it, I think. If you can digest these things mm -hmm. truly, mm -hmm. then you understand that there is, it opens up all the possibilities that are there. If you understand that fear is an illusion, mm -hmm. And that who you truly are cannot be hurt by anything in the physical world. I think you won the prize. I think you win the Tesla or whatever we're going to give away for Yay, the prize for the best you. answer. <laughs> the, um, the, 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 uh, and I totally agree. And that was a great, uh, I, I totally agree that fear is at the root, as I, especially as I was listening to your answer, the fear is at the root of all human suffering is fear. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. All, all true suffering. I'm not talking about you broke your arm and you're going to go to the doctor. I mean, mm -hmm. I understand you're in pain. That's mm -hmm. we're talking pain. Mm -hmm. Suffering is much different, right? Suffering mm -hmm. is a lingering thing. Um, yes. I, I usually look at suffering as the avoidance of actually the experience of pain. Yes. Right? Yes. Because I'm, yes. because I'm, I'm holding it at bay. I'm like, I'm suffering mm -hmm. because I'm choosing not to actually just experience the pain. And, and, mm -hmm. and in my own process, the pain usually is it doesn't take long to process it when I'm truly with mm. the pain. And mm. then it turns into something beautiful. There's like love yes. or compassion yes. or some awareness. And all of a sudden it's like, mm. oh my gosh, I didn't even know all this was, you know, this door called pain was such a gift. I didn't even know it, but I've been avoiding it for a decade, right? Cause I don't want, yes. cause I don't want to feel it. So I'm going to, but I'm going to suffer, which is much worse because I'm spending <laughs> time in fear, right? Cause I'm, yes. I'm fearing yes. the pain. So I avoid it by just suffering. Mm -hmm. right? So, exactly exactly you know of course there is physical fear like if you have a mm -hmm. bear standing yeah the yeah door. Right, right but that's different because you run away and then you mm -hmm. can relax right but the other fear the fear of the unknown the mm -hmm. the unknown i think that is the fear that is an illusion because we're mm -hmm. supposed to explore the unknown we're supposed to find this this funny rush of a surprise how can you have a surprise if you know everything right so you, you have to be willing to explore the unknown but how can you explore the unknown if you're afraid of it so mm. that's where i mean that that fear is an illusion and as you said if you don't care about your reputation or mm -hmm. what others might say about you well you're you're actually releasing a lot of that fear allowing yourself right. to be free because yep. that is one of the other things that have been very important to me in my life, freedom, to be mm -hmm. free in all senses. Mm. I'm looking for this freedom everywhere I go. And I know that the more I know who I am, the more free I am. Mm. Mm -hmm. Right. So if I need to trust something, then that is that. I know that the more I explore who I truly am, the more I go into this observer mode, the more I go into the stillness within me, e even in the smallest of moments, mm -hmm. I am free. Mm -hmm. In that space, I am free. Mm. Yes, and you reminded me <laughs> of, uh, yes, you reminded me of a, I won't say it was a prayer, it was more of a demand and a plea. Mm -hmm. Um, right before COVID, which was, uh, I said, I'm, I don't want to be afraid anymore. Right? Mm -hmm. And I was, and I was just very adamant that I don't want to be afraid. And then like a month later, the whole world shut down. Um, and ever since mm -hmm. 
I'm, you're, yes. I'm coming out of not being afraid because I'm letting go of all the stuff that I was afraid uh, that would happen because it did happen, <laughs> right? There's it was like, golden well, that, nugget. right, right. Yes. That's why I'm getting, I'm the, thanking you. This is my yeah. way of thanking you for saying, yes, I'm starting to see the golden nugget in that. Yes. It, everything that I was afraid of pretty much happened, <laughs> but, yes. but I'm still alive and I still, you know, yes. I'm still able to, you know, have these conversations. I'm still able to love my kids and love my wife and, and find joy. Um, so yes, I, I, I would, I guess in a way I would do it again if, no, I would do it again to release the fear because the fear was over, overwhelmingly controlling me and full of anxiety. There was just a lot of anxiety and fear of being found out to be something or being something that mm. was just, it was a lot of stress or a lot of pressure from a business you know, standpoint. Yeah, Exactly, because it is the labels and the layers that these la labels put on you so that your mm. authentic self cannot explore this reality the way it's supposed to explore mm. it. The first time I laid eyes on my son when he was mm -hmm. born, yes. I had a moment of illumination because mm. I looked at him and I know that every parent will <laughs> see the same thing. They see a perfect being. Mm -hmm. When you look at a child, you see a perfect being. And I saw mm -hmm. a perfect being. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, he is authentically perfect. I cannot teach him anything. I mm -hmm. need to release the layers of mm -hmm. labels that I put on myself. And I need mm -hmm. to go back to the core of being who I am with him. Because mm -hmm. he is perfect as he is. I actually need to protect him from all the labels that are going right. to be put in. right so what this covid thing might have done to you is to mm -hmm. actually peel off some of the layers mm -hmm. that are not yours that they, mm -hmm. they don't belong to you anyway you've explored them they made you happy for a while but they're not supposed to be on your journey anymore. right right yes that's how I would look for the golden nuggets in this because there's lots of them. I can, I can <laughs> you're like, oh, there's you are such them. a hot mess, Matt. We could just sit yeah. here all day. <laughs> number four, number five. There's 231 ways, Matt, that we need to, to, yes. to align your consciousness, right? But you, you know what? Before we end yes, this, please. I want you yes. to do one thing with yes. me. I want you yes. to do one thing. I'd love to. to I love play games. Let's see here. The last truth thought in my book uh -huh. is 231. I want you to, I want you to repeat after. Oh, I, oh, even okay. Me. All right, here we go. So I want you to put your hand on your heart. Yes. And take a deep breath in. And breathe out. And now repeat after me. All right. I am the light in the darkness. I am the light in the darkness. I am the love in the hate. I am the love in the hate. I am the calmness in the storm. I am the calmness in the storm. I am the courage in the fear. I am the courage in the fear. And that's who you are. That's who we all are. When we are vibing really mm -hmm. in alignment, mm -hmm. this is a natural thing. You are the light, you are the calmness. The other thing is the movement outside of the stillness. The other mm -hmm. thing is a choice you can make. Right. Because the universe won't go against you. It will say, here's something, go and explore it. There's some fear, but you can say, I'm the courage and the fear. And then you explore the fear because mm -hmm. you're the courage. Why wouldn't mm -hmm. you explore it? You're the courage. Right. 
Right. You can explore the darkness when you know that you're the light. And that is as close as you can come to trust God. Mm -hmm. mm. That's <laughs> <I'm>, good vibes. <laughs> I love good it. I love only. it. Good vibes only. Yes. Uh, so the title of your new book is Love, <laughs> Love and Above, Explore the Exploring the Unknown. See, I did I even subtitled Love and yeah. Above, Exploring the Unknown. See, that's what you gave me today. So that should be the title of the new book. And when you write it, you're gonna have to come back on. But um, yes. but I will also say you can come back on whenever you wish. I certainly have enjoyed today's uh conversation. Uh, and thank and thank you honestly for working with me personally. I, I did not plan for this to be a session, but I, I hope it benefited others that listen too, um, mm. because I mm. think there's lots of people out there. I know that there are many people out there in similar in similar ways are experiencing this whole last two or three years. So hopefully, um, hopefully it's been a benefit, and I and I feel like it has. So thank you so much for coming on and continuing to do what you do. And people can obviously uh, stay in touch with you through social media um, and yes. the, because you're uh, on social media. And then also yeah. um, a, a website I found. What did I find today? It's myparatalk.com. Yep. yep, exactly. And my handle is myparatalk everywhere. And if you Google my name, you yep. will find everything about me. So it's easy yes. to find me. I'm the only one in the world with this name. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd never, I've never run into anybody with the, even the first name, Gordana. I was like, oh, very interesting. Okay. So I, Well, that's that's a usual name from where my parents come from oh, yes okay. from i've Form, never heard that before. the balkans you know those, oh, okay. they come from yeah. serbia so it's a usual oh. name but biernat is my husband's name and the combination is <laughs> there's no one else in the world <laughs> you, you, <laughs> so you, you are unique and we love you for being unique so uh, we're all unique <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah totally well thank you so much for coming on today and anytime you'd like to come back on if you just are uh, walking around one day and you're like, you know what? I need to go back on that Bright Vibe podcast and share some more good, good vibes. You are always welcome. The door is always open at our show. Thank you so much. I had a blast. This was so fun doing it. It was so spontaneous and I love that. Yes, yes I love it as well. So thank you so much. And, and I have thank no you. idea what time it is in Sweden. I've never been to Sweden, but I'm sending love and blessings to Sweden for you and your family and all those in Sweden. Thank you so much. It is received. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for being a part of the Bright Vibe podcast. For more information, go to brightvibe.com. That's B-R-I-T-E, vibe, V-I-B-E.com. Thank you for listening.